I referred to myself the other day as a single parent. And this guy that I was talking to stopped me. He's like, single parent? You're not single. Quit saying that. Okay, back up. So, you're saying that because I have a boyfriend, that means I'm not a single parent? Go inside my house. Walk inside my house and show me what this boyfriend has contributed to my home, to my kids, or even to me. The furniture, the groceries, the electric, the internet, the running water, the clean clothes, the cleaning supplies, that I already say groceries, anything. Any of that contributed from my boyfriend? How my kids get to and from school? How I get to work? Any of that contributed from my boyfriend? No. I am a single parent. Now, the more I think about it, the more I kind of hear what he's saying. So, I think I would rather use the term solo parenting. I think that sounds better. I think there's no eyebrows raised or questions to it. You can't challenge me if I say I am solo parenting. I have three children. I don't see a single soul in this household or even on the outside of this household contributing to these kids' needs. I don't see somebody, anybody else, anybody else taking them to and from school, picking up their medication, taking them to their appointments, sitting down with them and doing their homework, answering their phone calls when they want something, running to the grocery store to get what they asked for for dinner, making their meals, cleaning up after them, washing their clothes, punishing them, giving them life lessons, talking to them about sex because uh, my oldest is at that age. He's discovering girls and hormones. He's got facial hair. His voice is deep. He's a whole five inches taller than I am and, and I'm not ready to be a grandma at this young age. I don't see any other man or, or woman contributing to any of this. So solo parenting, I like that. You can't, you can't challenge me on that. I like that. I feel like the hardest part about solo parenting is not the financial aspect. I feel like everybody talks about money and what it takes to raise a family or raise a child. And I'm telling you, as a solo parent of three children and my house, myself in the household, so that means if, you know, a household of four, that money comes and goes, it fluctuates, the economy fluctuates, jobs and income, source of income fluctuates. And if there's ever a time that you are in a bind, there are so many resources out there to help you figure things out. Whether it be your rent, your utilities, um, Christmas for your kids, groceries, there's so many resources. You just have to swallow your pride and ask for help and ask questions. Now, 
we can talk about financial stuff another time, but what I really want to talk about is the emotional aspect of being a solo parent. It's not fun. It's not. It's exhausting. There's so much sacrificing, whether it be your sleep, your your social life, you know, um, you know, the money part of things that you want or the things that you've always liked, but you can no longer afford at this moment because, you know, your kids need money for school or they need new shoes or they lost something and they have to replace it or, you know, you know, now you're sad because you can't have whatever or you have to buy cheaper shoes for yourself so that way your kids can have little better quality shoes on their feet that's that's sacrifice and those sacrifices don't go unnoticed and your kids will always appreciate it they don't say it up front they don't say it right away but as they get older they'll look back and they will remember it and that shit matters that shit is important that's that's an emotional aspect it is take a second and look back at one of the things that your parents sacrificed for you or something that would have been nice if they had got their own head out of their ass and sacrificed for you and you had to go without so they could have something because there are plenty of people out there who just suck as parents You know, let's not be one of those people. Let's not be those parents. Let's not suck. (laughs) To the best of our capability, let's not suck. You don't need those $200 shoes. You want them. Put those shoes down. Find something that's a bit more practical, that is still nice and comfortable. And that remainder money that you are saving, take your kid out to dinner. Take him to the movie. Buy them something cute and nice. If you have a little girl, buy them a little journal that sings when it opens. If you have a little boy, you know, get them one of them action figures that makes the obnoxious noise when you squeeze it. Get them candy or something sweet or something you don't do very often to let them know that you thought of them for a moment. I am telling you, that shit matters. On a more personal note, um... I will share with you that my dad raised me. Well, more like my dad had custody of me and his family raised raised me. And, uh, and as they were raising me, I was raising my siblings. Um, and the, the emotional aspect of solo parenting and the example that I gave of, you know, Put the expensive shoes down, get yourself something more practical, and that remaining money, buy something sweet for your kids, because that shit matters. Um, And I say that because my, some of my fondest memories with my shithead father, (laughs) and I say that laughingly because I I love my dad, I do, despite all of his bad decisions, (laughs) you know, but um, I recognize where he could have done better, I recognize where he could have put forth a little bit more effort that would have made a world of a difference that, you know, we wouldn't have been struggling so hard. You know, he as a parent wouldn't have been struggling and I wouldn't have been suffering and going without if he had thought that way. I have learned so much from the mistakes that my parents have made. 
and I am doing my damnedest not to repeat it, and I hope a lot of you do the same. I really do. There are some people that see the mistakes that their parents made, and they they copy it. Like, that's all that they know. Well, my dad was a drunk, so I'm a drunk. It's all that I know. Interesting mindset, bro. But how did that work out for you as a child? It didn't work so well. So let's change it. Your dad was a drunk, so you're not a drunk. Or if you have the same characteristics and the same needs and, you know, that leads to drinking like your father did, then why don't you seek help? Why don't you find an alternative route so that way you don't, you don't repeat his lifestyle and your kids don't suffer the way that you did? And of course, everybody's life is case sensitive, so you can't always use analogies like this to point on, you know, to pin to everybody. But, um, back to my original what my original train of thought here, (laughs) I keep getting distracted, um, is that some of my favorite memories with my shithead dad was when he did take a moment to go, oh, well, I guess I could do something sweet for my kid. You know, he took me into Spencer's one year for my birthday, and he has an older sister that was the manager of Spencer's. Now, for whatever reason, I can't receive the family discount, but my dad can because they're siblings. So, my dad took me into Spencer's and I was going through this phase in my life and I don't think the phase has really died in all honesty you know and I was in my early teens um everything needed to be bands band logos I was I was uh really into hard rock and the more music you know the my life revolved around music at that point you know that was my thing was music and poetry and it honestly hasn't changed but um that's all I had to talk about that's all I cared about and And that was something that me and my dad, honestly, um, bonded on. Granted, I listened to newer music because, you know, my generation, he listened to older music, which I also loved. But he would take, he took me into Spencer's for my birthday and pretty much everything I asked for, I got. And that didn't happen very often. Now, I'm a very humble person. I never asked for too much. I do look at the price tags. Even when I was a kid, I always looked at the price tags. If I felt like that was too much and there's a possibility he's going to tell me no, I don't ask. But that's me. But there was this book bag. It was a Slipknot book bag, and it was like a hunter green, and it was it was a re- it had a drawstring on it. It was really cool, and I remember it being like forty forty nine dollars. It was just under fifty bucks. And Dad's like, "You want that? Okay." And he grabbed it, and I like my jaw just dropped, and I was just so happy, and I was happy with that, nothing else. But he wanted to keep walking around the store and looking. And uh, we found some t-shirts, and there was a Kiss t-shirt. And, you know, it's more of my dad's thing than it was mine. But I, I'll listen to Kiss. You put on some Kiss? Yeah, we're going to listen to some Kiss. You know what I mean? And uh, he grabbed a shirt. And it was an extra large. And now I was I was maybe 98 pounds soaking wet. I was a petite little thing. But this shirt was huge. And uh, he grabbed it anyway. <laughs> and uh, and I had also pierced my own lip at that point. So I had um, I had a pierced lip. And, uh, he was looking at body jewelry and, and he was like, Hey, what do you think about these? And, uh, I go and look at the, the body jewelry cabinet that he's looking at. What he's pointing at is lip rings. I was like, those are cool. He's like, Hey, and he, you know, he motions his sister who's currently working to come over and get the, the body jewelry out. And then we go to the checkout line and, um, rigging up my new body jewelry and my new kiss t-shirt my new slipknot book bag and it was pretty fucking expensive by the time we got the you know got it all rung up but with uh my aunt 
my aunt's discount. It went down a little bit. And I remember my aunt picking up the shirt and was going to fold it, you know, before putting it in the bag and suggested that it was dad's. And dad's like, nope, it's hers. And my aunt's like, Jesus, Trev. <laughs> like, Jesus, Trev, that, that's, this is huge. It's going to be a nightgown on her. Dad's like, I'll never have to buy it again. <laughs> like, I'll grow into it. I, I remember that. And that was one of the good points. That was a good point for me and my dad. And so I try to make sure that I have good points like this for my kids. You know, because they're only going to be the ages that they are once. You know, and today is only here once. And there's going to be so many family obstacles that we're going to have to go through. They're going to see me fall apart as a mom. Because I'm at that point in my life where my friends are dying off. My grandparents are dying off. My my parents are sick if they're not already gone. My father's gone. You know, I work is hard. You know, co-parenting with their fathers, if we are co-parenting at all, is hard. So... I want them to remember the good stuff and the fun stuff that I do with them. Like, I remember that with my dad. You know, before getting salty over me getting grumpy and maybe taking out some of my anger out on them, which I do my best not to, but we're all human. We all make mistakes and we all, we all, you know, crash and burn at some point. We just, I just hope that these good things make up for the bad things, that this is the stuff that they count on. So... I took my youngest uh, Halloween costume shopping yesterday and we went through every costume before we could find one that was his size and he liked and was in my budget. And now I'm mentally struggling with this, you know, like, oh my gosh, that's not going to fit him. Oh my gosh, that's expensive, you know, so, you know, so I'm, I'm in a mental war with this damn Halloween costume shopping. But I made it fun, as fun as I possibly could. I was putting on masks on my face and and hats and these weird things. And I was putting them on him and I was cracking jokes and we were laughing. So I tried to make a difficult situation fun. And I hope he'll always remember that. Because I don't want him to remember the difficult part of it. Oh, like, oh, I hate shopping with my mom for costumes because she's picky. She doesn't let me have what I want. She says everything's too expensive, blah, blah, blah. I don't want him to remember that. I want him to remember the time we went costume shopping. And I was cracking jokes. And and we had a bunch of things on our bodies. And we were sword playing with axes and a giant, um, I think it was like a hot dog. <laughs> and, you know those things matter that shit matters that shit matters i'm ending this episode on the note that this is the first time i'm recording on my phone so it'd be very little editing I know in some marks of the of these uh, audio tracks, you can hear me sniffling a little bit. My allergies are kicking my ass. Um, you can hear me trip over my words a little bit. I don't care. We're not perfect. So I am not going to edit that out. I'm going to leave it as is. Um, hopefully the audio quality isn't too bad as you're listening to it. Most likely through Spotify. I've looked at my analytics and that's where most of my plays are, are through Spotify. Um, so hopefully the audio isn't too bad. 
Um, but yeah, so I'm recording on my phone. As soon as I get done posting this, I'm gonna go do my laundry. Um, I already got pot roast in the or on the crock pot. I'm gonna do some dishes before I have to go to work. I am a solo parent with three kids and two jobs, and this is not my life. This podcast is not my life. It is just a side hobby. It's therapeutic for me. Um, I like to post my poetry. Poetry is very important to me. I've been writing since I was in grade school. Um, so that's a slowing, this whole, this whole, uh, podcast thing for me is, it's a, it's a slow project and, uh, I like doing it. I hope you enjoy listening to it. Um, I hope you take back from the things that I rant and rave about because these things are, I feel like are important to not just me, but to a lot of people and some things. Sometimes it's easier to hear some keynotes from somebody you don't know and, and from somebody else than from yourself. Um, and because I'm preaching about it and posting about it and talking about it so damn much, I am holding myself accountable um, so for myself to make more better choices. Um, but yeah, so 